Yeah, a little bit. It felt, <laughs> it felt well, not as quiet as in Miami. Have yeah, you ever been in Miami? No, the only place I've been near there is uh, Louisiana, and it was so humid, I almost threw up. I couldn't hear yeah. it. It's crazy. Maybe have to be. Yeah, maybe maybe one day we should go. You know, <laughs> a tour. Do a, Let's do a tour. We should do a tour. Do a podcast about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. So yeah. what's going on? You're excited Nothing. about Kamala? Oh man, I'm so excited about her. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Dude, that's She's, ridiculous. I, it's ridiculous. I, I figured he was going to pick her. I mean, I feared it. I, I, I think it's because of the Tulsi thing because they're all the same, you know. I think all these these neoliberal Democrats are the same, like these so-called centrists. But I don't know. I think it's because of the Tulsi thing that that I just really didn't want her to have any career after this. But <laughs> it's like she's gonna. Either one. No, they picked her because just the perfect candidate for, you know, for the elite, for the Wall Street yeah. people and yeah. pharmaceutical, for the cops. It's a perfect ticket. The author of the crime bill and the top prosecutor yes. from California. Yes, yes. Perfect. That's the first thing I tweeted. Like the the, the creator of the bill and the and the enforcer of the bill are. Uh, Running yeah. together. That's great. Great. And she's news. a person of color. Yeah, it's not, you know, in the middle of uh, uh, the Black Lives protest yeah. and everything. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know. Uh, it is really, for me, um, people that I've seen for years, for years, especially uh -huh. African Americans that I've seen for years in my Facebook feed protesting yeah. racial things and race this and race that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I don't know. All of a sudden, this is great news. This is fucking great news. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I'm like, if uh, if they win, if they win this shit, okay? Mm -hmm. And next year, I see you bitching about the same shit, about police brutality, about all this shit. I'm gonna be in your ass. I'm gonna be yeah. really, yeah, because I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna really remind you. Yeah. Because it's crazy, dude. I seen people so excited about it. I'm like, what? Are you fucking? It's weird. It's weird to me because, first of all, this guy Biden has never won an election. He's never won a primary. He's ran many times. Obama just plucked him out of obscurity to be his VP. Yeah. And the only reason he won this primary is because Obama did that. Right? She didn't even get one single delegate in the primary. Tulsi got two, I think. She, she has zero delegates. The only reason we know who she is really is because Biden has plucked her out of obscurity because she dropped out right away and now she's, you know, there's like this great thing, but it's like, they're both indirectly or directly riding on Obama's coattails. They aren't popular people at all. It's manufactured, completely it is, manufactured. It is unbelievable. She dropped out. 
away early in the race. Yeah. Because she didn't want to go through embarrassment. Yeah. Of losing her own state. <laughs> That's what she right. did. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Of course, she knew nobody was going to vote for her. Yeah. And these people Especially are so excited. Right. And you're exactly right. Like, people don't think, okay, how many times Biden has tried to run for president? I think it's like two times already or something. No, I think it's at least three. Well, well this, this, this is the third one. This may be the third. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he hasn't won. Yeah. And, but it's the same thing. It, dude, it's the same thing when Clinton was running against Obama. Yep. And Obama stand up and say, this woman can't be president because this and that and that and that. And then when she was running against Trump, then he's like, oh, vote for her because. So if you told us that she's incapable to do this job. Yeah. All of a sudden, now she's capable. So oh, you're saying Obama? You're saying Obama changed his tune about Hillary? Yeah, but it's like that's yeah. what politics. Um, oh yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's about the around the world too. The same thing. All the politicians, yeah. the same bullshit. Yeah. But it's like how these people can. People are not able to come with this conclusion. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of us do, but. People don't come and say, okay, how come you told me she was in, uh, you know, she, was, she wasn't a, a, a candidate. And now you're telling me she's the perfect candidate for that. You know what I yeah. mean? So uh, Yeah, people's memories are so short. I wonder if the, the thing is, is that the people who were paying attention during the Obama-Clinton primary got so disillusioned that they're not even paying attention anymore. And it's a whole new batch of people <laughs> who are paying attention and they have no memory because they weren't paying attention back then. It's almost like, like we have zero memory of things that happened in the past. And we just keep, it's almost like new people are getting introduced to politics and excited about it every four years and, or eight years maybe. And, and then get disillusioned when their candidate wins and does nothing or, loses and I don't know man it's, it's crazy it's insane and now there's a, a lot of things that I don't understand with politics but yeah. there's two things that everybody's uh, bitching about it everybody's bitching about um, well everybody's excited about Kamala's like I've seen people like posting pictures that they took with, with Kamala Harris the first day the first day they announced that. Oh, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> it was a whole day of fucking saying, oh, my God, I just want to puke, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, she was such a great, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like people bringing their pictures with Kamala Harris and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, so how's that? And then um, looks like uh, some Republicans, you know, right-wingers or whatever, Oh. Yeah. Start talking about race, hair race, uh -huh. yeah. you know, and of course, the the Democratic Party, you know, the neoliberal, they all yeah. jump into that race war right away. Oh, come on, sure. you know. So yeah. and so, 
that the Republicans are trying to distract for some reason, like they always do, doing their yeah. own shit. We are, we, everybody knows, we all know what they do. Okay, cool. We already know that. But then yeah. the Democrats started that, like, every, so I started watching all this, seeing all these posts on Facebook, like, about the Kamala Harris, like, they're trying to discredit because they're, blah, blah, blah. So with this shit, everybody's it's running away from the real issue. Yeah. Which is, She's not the one, the person that people want. This, this, this is not the person we want. You know what He's I mean? He's not because, the person we want. Yeah, they're both not the person we want. So, but the person instead of the people, yeah. But instead of talking about why, no, they're just getting lost in this bullshit. Like blah blah blah. They're racist. These people, well, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, it's like so now they're gonna yeah. turn into this path. And forget about it, you know? Yeah. So, like we were talking in the last, uh, remember we were talking in the last episode on uh, how Joe Biden single-handling killed the Me Too movement? Yes. So n now, with the, uh, you know, the new addiction uh, of the family, we have Kamala Harris that single-handled just killed Black Lives Matters, just like that. Bam, bam, bam. So, really? Tell me about he, that. Because it's a slap in the face to the whole fucking shit that has been going on. I get that, but she killed it. I don't know. I don't see anybody talking about that shit anymore. Okay. All they're talking is about Kamala Harris. And you think the same people who were involved with Black Lives Matter, not the organization, but the people who are really working hard in the street, they, they're okay with Kamala? You think they just fell for it? I don't think they are okay with it. I don't think I was watching the other day uh, Team Black, the Team Black yeah. show, and uh, he, you know he has his callers, people that call about, call you know, and talk. Yeah, yeah those callers are funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he had a bunch of African Americans, uh, progressive yeah. calling and telling what they feel about it, and they were they're not happy with it, and they say I'm not voting for yeah. this woman, I'm not voting yeah. for this woman or for this guy. I, I think that a, a truly progressive. Um, person of any color would oppose her for sure. But let me tell you another thing I noticed um, there's this guy, I think I told you before the guy that used to train me in martial arts and stuff like that. Yes, the cop. He's a cop now, yeah, a cop. Yeah. And the other day he posted something because I, I did a I posted something being sarcastic uh -huh. uh, but I posted publicly, right? Yeah, yeah. And it looks like he got it on his thing. So I posted something like saying, being sarcastic, right? And he didn't get it, you know? Like saying, oh, finally, finally Kamala uh, is going gonna, is gonna to take Donald Trump yeah. out of Twitter, you know? Right. Yeah. He's going to get uh, Donald Trump out of Twitter, like saying, oh, that's going to help us a lot, you know? Uh -huh. Like that's the only policy he so far has run, you know? Uh, yeah, Twitter, yeah. Twitter account, Donald Trump's Twitter account. Right. And he comes to say, and who says that? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> what make you think he, she can do that or whatever? I'm like, oh my God. So wow. I went to his, uh, I went to his, um, his profile because I haven't heard from him in a long time. So I click yeah. on his profile and his first video he has in there is a video of two African-Americans, uh, I can tell they are totally either in the army or they're cops 
or you know, they are like right wingers. Yeah. And uh, they were making fun of Kamala Harris' pick. All right. Um, uh-huh. But which I agree, you know, in the sense yeah. of okay, this is bullshit. But uh-huh. when they start talking, they was they start saying, oh, they got picked. Um, by the Democratic Party, and the other guy said, no, no, not the Democratic Party, the Progressive Party. So they started laughing. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, so I, I I wrote in his post, I was like, wow, CNN and MSNBC had made such a great job misinforming people mm-hmm. that even the right-wingers think that progressives pick these two persons? Well, they don't, I don't think, but that's the narrative that they've been, they've been doing it forever. Um, even before they use the, the term progressive, because hmm. people didn't know what that meant until Bernie. Um, exactly. But they would always try to make the democratic party. They would call them far left. Yeah, and they're not. They haven't been ever, and you know it's that's that's their tactic. Their tactic is to is to say that they're radical and they're far left and they're progressive and they're socialist, but they're not attacking the progressives. They're attacking the the mainstream Democrats as being that. That's yeah, just no. like the pro wrestling, you know, way. That's the argument, fake argument that we're having in the mainstream media. No, I totally get that. But what I'm saying is, yeah. in I don't know if you noticed, but on the you know uh, neoliberal establishment mainstream media, mm-hmm. since the whole thing with Bernie Sanders started, they were trying to confuse the people and start calling all these other candidates progressive. So, you know what I mean? So, sure, I know. I, yeah, that's the other thing. Like. Both parties agree that yeah. the mainstream liberal, the mainstream Democrats are progressives. Yes, they did it with exactly. Hillary. They said they said Hillary is running with the most progressive uh, agenda since fucking uh, you know FDR or some shit. You know, and yeah, I got in an argument with a guy on Twitter about that. A friend of mine um, who's no longer a friend, I guess, because he must have got upset, but. Um, we went on for like days arguing about this and he was talking about how progressive Hillary was. So I think they both agree to, they both agree on this thing. That's not true. You know? And let me tell you, sorry, sorry, go ahead. In the mainstream, like, you know, the mainstream arguments and debates are, um, they pretend that the, the right pretends that the, that the right wing Democrats are left. And the right wing Democrats pretend that the that they are left as well. And exactly, so it's a fake debate. It's a exactly, but it's just they both have their agendas, but they try to, you know, Fox and you know the right wingers. We know why. We know where they're coming from, but this mother motherfucker from the from CNN and MSNBC, yeah. they've been trying to m- mislead people and how these people are progressive. So when they kick Bernie out and they yeah. kick any progressive out, 
most yeah. of the people that don't know what a real progressive is would yeah. say, oh, well, this guy's progressive. I'll vote for him. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or they'll, yeah, exactly. Or they'll use, they'll use um, identity politics and they'll equate color with progressive. Exactly. And also, and also, and, and what's amazing me is like, it would be such a easy way to spot a progressive. You only have to ask him what questions. One question. Yeah. Okay. What do you, are you in favor of Medicare for all? Yeah. That question for me. <laughs> yeah. Defines. I don't need to know nothing else. You yep. know what I mean? Especially any, during this pandemic. Exactly. Any yep. candidate that comes in and says, I'm for Medicare for all, I'm going with him. I don't know if he is yeah. from the party of the fucking blue, pink ribbons. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what? I just watched that video you sent me where that guy is talking about how Joe Biden is the greater of two evils. Hmm. And... Um, not only is he not progressive, he is going against what 90% of his party constituents want, which is Medicare for all. Exactly. So 90% of people who vote Democrat want Medicare for all. He has already vowed to, to um, veto it if it gets to his desk. So not only is he not a progressive, but he's also going against what the people want. And they're supposed to be the Democratic Party. Exactly. So. And the funny thing is, like, a lot of these people that just having this uh, position of we need to get Trump out of office uh-huh. and we need to vote for Joe Biden, <laughs> it's not a solution. These people probably want Medicare for all, but they're just doing sure. this because, you yeah. know. Aaron Mate, Aaron Mate, he, he did, I wish you could have seen the, the argument that he had with Jimmy. Um, I mean, he, they talked about Russiagate for like a half an hour about how the Democrats made up this fake thing and it's all bullshit and the media's went along with it. And they went on and on and on, and they both were laughing and laughing at these stupid Democrats. And then in the end, Aramete is like, "But I'm st- we still got to get rid of Donald J. Trump." And that's when Jimmy just launched into him. <laughs> but 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 it's like he he's a total progressive, and and he he's going to vote for Biden. Yes, because I let me say, sometimes it's it is the situation is kind of hard in that sense because. Yeah, I uh, think it's a legitimate debate to have. I mean, especially when most of us believe that voting works and everything. So. Yeah, and also Donald Trump is fucking crazy. I don't know, but it's, yeah, it's so complicated and a bunch of like we were talking about. Like, I want to ask you something because I because I didn't. You know, I've been watching the other thing I've been watching is about the whole uh, post office, the thing with the post office, and that's another thing. A lot of people posting. Post office yeah. is closing some special machines they use for that or whatever. It's like, but I don't really understand right. what About the, the hell. Yeah, but I don't really understand what the hell is going on. Like, it's just the president can just say, let's stop the post office. Like, he owns the fucking post office, or how does that work? 
I don't get it. I don't. Honestly, I don't know either. I, I, it seems like the pres presidents can do a lot with executive orders, and um, the next president can undo it with an executive order. But I, I don't know, man. Like I don't yeah, even know. I just saw a headline about that voting counting or whatever at the post office, but I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, like supposedly there's this guy that yeah. he's in charge charge of the post office, and I think the guy's another asshole too. Like it's like a conflict yeah. of interest having them there. I'm not really right. sure about well, the whole Trump thing. Trump did a lot of that. Yeah. 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 No. No. He he has he has everybody the per the person in charge of uh, like. Uh, I don't know the the global warming is some guy that works for the oil companies. Yeah, and some guy person, who doesn't even believe it's real. Exactly. So every yeah, person he did he, that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Every person, the Betsy Devos, the other one, uh, the fucking education. Every person he puts in there is the total opposite. It's the wrong person to have yeah. in there, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but. I'm seeing all this shit. I'm like, so what the fuck is going on? Is the president have the power to say, okay, I declare like he's a fucking emperor or everything. I thought everything has to be submitted to a, some kind of a vote. Well, they can oh. do executive orders and I don't know if that's what he did, hmm. but they're not permanent. They can be undone by the next president. Yeah. And I don't know but if it's, if you can do it in every state or something, because I've seen another one that says like, "Oh, this state says that they're not going to do this shit," or whatever. I don't know. But if he if he, if he appointed a guy or if whoever is head of the post office is going to do what he wants, then I guess he doesn't really have a choice. I mean, I guess yeah. you know, I guess it maybe it's not a direct order. It's just I don't know, man. I didn't. Yeah. I I sound really stupid right now because I I, cause I didn't read it. Yeah. No, me too. I don't. I don't really know the whole details, but I see the people talking about that shit. I'm like, oh my god! But I don't know the guy's dangerous. The guy's dangerous, and I understand the predicament. You know, like, oh shit! You know, um, the guy's really. Yeah, I think first of all, we live in California. That's the part that people leave out. Okay. Yeah. If you live in a swing state, I understand the conversation. If you live in a state that's going to go for Biden no matter what, why would you vote for him? You know, if you yeah. if you're even having these questions, if you live in a state that's solidly red, that's going to go Republican, why would you vote for him? like fuck it, make a statement, vote vote some vote for someone else, vote you know or don't vote. I mean, that's what Jimmy was saying. He's not going to vote. I don't feel like I want to vote either. Yeah, Although, me either. I know yeah. that there's like like that the Uber bill that might affect people that maybe that's something to vote on. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, you've been sending me information about that. Huh? You've been sending me information about that. And I got an email, I got a text from Lyft today saying that, you know, Lyft drivers might not be able to drive very much longer. Well, let's see what happened. Uh, this is another thing that they have a lot of, you know, uh, that, I don't know what's the technical name for that kind of a company, but they have people invested in stock and Uber. So yeah, I don't think they can just pull out without asking their stock, you know, the stockholders or whatever. Yeah. Because they're going to say, hey, wait a minute, what the fuck? You know what I mean? You cannot yeah. just stop working. So, but let's see, let's see what happens. It's crazy, dude. Like, 
I don't know if I, I told you, but they sent me a, like a message on, uh, you know, those notifications you get on your app. Say, yeah. hey, that was uh, Thursday. Thursday, say, hey, by this time, last week, you have more money. And I'm like, yeah. of course, I have less money now. Because you're paying less. Paying less, right? Exactly. Yeah. But what are you, what, I'm driving the same or more. And, you, and they're making it seem like you're being lazy this week. Like, get off your ass, Junior. I, maybe. <laughs> exactly, maybe. I don't know. Like, that's what I was feeling. Like, I wish I had that motherfucker in front of me. Yeah. You know? So I can slap yeah. him like a bitch. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> this is this is disrespectful. This is, how can you? I'm busting yeah. my ass in the fucking pandemic, yeah. in the heat. And I think what they're doing is, because this also send them in uh, different notifications about telling me, oh, if you ride, if I drive like regular rides, uh-huh. I can get more. But I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to drive with people in my car with the COVID. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I'm choosing. And I was actually happier doing deliveries, you know, yeah. even if it wasn't any pandemic. Uh, yeah. But so, but yesterday, all of a sudden, yesterday, I don't know if it was a big hour or what the fuck happened. Because yesterday, I drove and I made pretty decent money in the same yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Because oh. they, start, they start paying $5 and up for a trip. Single trips. Uh-huh. Okay? Single trips. Five uh-huh. here, seven here, nine here. That way you can make it. Yeah. But $3 a trip? Come on, man. Like there was, yeah. I saw one that it was like one dollar. I'm like, what the fuck, one dollar? So I <laughs> noticed it, it was like a short, a short trip. But I'm like, so how about if the lady is lazy and she leaves three doors from the place? How much are you gonna pay me? Yeah, one cent or one point five. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? You need to have like a certain minimum you know what i mean it doesn't matter yeah you should Come have on. a minimum man sure. if you go to a restaurant they tell you hey or you, you use a credit card and they tell you oh if you don't spend uh i don't know more than 10 bucks we're gonna charge you 70 cents or some shit you know what i mean yeah yeah how can you how can you not do the same shit true and they're using this uber thing they're making it seem like the government in a sense I feel like okay, uh, like like the government wants to fuck with our, um, how do you call it, our uh, flexibility, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the greatest thing that Uber has. Okay, and I'm right. very happy with that. I'm very happy with that. I can work what I want when I want, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, so the government, I guess, wants like uh, to have. Because that's another thing. They try to use it as of like, we're just like not employees because we blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. But if you if we work 40 hours or more every week, we're working like a full-time employee. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but either that, if you don't, it's simple. If you don't want to pay us benefits, if you don't want to pay us this and that, just pay us more money. And that's right. That. It's yeah, easy. Yeah. You don't have to go through the whole shit. This whole fucking problem <laughs> is because you start taking money from the yeah. drivers. Yeah. 
for years. And all the drivers have seen the difference between when they started yep. to up to now. Exactly. Yep. So you can barely make it. So I'm like, that's the whole issue. Why do you try to complicate shit? Yeah. So you rather yeah. spend money on lawyers and things and litigations. All you need to do is pay us more. Yeah. And that's it, brother. And no, you're going mean, to, you know? Uber, Uber drivers and Lyft drivers have made that company what it is. And I can say from experience that they're almost all great people doing a great job. And I've had the most amazing conversations with, you know, drivers on different trips that I've taken. And they're always amazing people. So, like, these people have worked their asses off keeping that company afloat and, and successful and whatever for all these years and, and they've just gotten screwed. Like just like your wages keep getting less and less and less and less. And what kind of a job is that where you get a job and you have a wage and then it goes down, down, exactly. down, down, down. You know, it's it's really it's completely immoral and there should be some sort of um there should be some sort of uh, government um interference that stops that from happening but i don't know exactly what they're or trying I, to do if that's really the goal of it i don't i don't really understand it and another thing and another thing i always heard that everybody that has like they said independent worker or have their own business or whatever yeah. they're able to write off all the expenses uh -huh. Uber drivers, we can't. Right. We can't. For some reason, inexplicably, yeah. all the money that I spend on tires and oil changes right. and yeah. whatever, for some reason, can't write it off. I can write it off, which I find fucking stupid. I don't know why. Why can yeah. why an electrician can do that shit and I can't do it? I don't fucking get it. And well, you know, I, have, I haven't really dig out really deep into it but when i done my taxes the guy yeah. told me no you need the only thing that's going to help you is the mileage your mileage the mileage i use you know using the yeah. shit so i'm like and another thing the uber driver uh, the uber ceo is saying like uber drivers are making fifty-five thousand a year that uh -huh. is the worst bullshit i heard in my fucking life okay yeah that is not that is bullshit that is bullshit. That is part of bullshit. I'm not saying it's impossible, but you have to basically live in your fucking car to do that shit. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. imagine, dude. Yeah, dude. It's bullshit. Well, I think what happened was it's it's like a loophole, you know? Like, they created this company or this, this sort of, like, I don't know if they were the first one, but these companies started to pop up that, you know, don't fit into our labor rule laws at all. And it's like the tax code and all that stuff like needs to be rewritten for to to include that. And it's such a yeah. corrupt fucking government. I mean, will they ever do it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what happens. But I don't know. I mean, the goal of those companies is to have automated cars. So the goal is to fuck all you guys anyway. No, but at the end, now that you're talking about this, the goal is yeah. going to be 
every company is gonna that's gonna be every company's goal. Because yeah. at the end they're gonna you remember what we we're talking about the robots and all that shit, like yep. doing yep. jobs. At the end in the future. That's why yep. that's that's why, you know, in the future, if they do that with every single company. Yeah. Then people are not gonna have jobs to do, so right. you're gonna have to do something about it. Well, that's why supposedly Andrew Yang was talking about the UBI. Yeah. But it was only a thousand dollars a month. I mean, if people don't have a job, that's not going to help them at all. You know, it was kind of, to, to me, it always seemed like bullshit because, I mean, that's not going to help someone without a job. Exactly. It'll help them a little bit, but they can't even pay their rent with that. Nobody can pay their rent with that. They did. Insane. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, there's going to have to be some sort of UBI or people are just going to die. Like people are going to go extinct. I mean, it's like, you know, it's that's progress. That's when like progress continues no matter what, almost on its own, like a machine, you know, and that's yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking this week about that I wanted to talk about, like even even um, the, the corruption of our government, and the the, the corporate control um it's people don't really think about the fact that it is a machine these companies are legally um bound to their to their um what do you call it the people on the board or whatever their yeah. shareholders to make profit no matter what so it doesn't matter there's nothing in the law that says i mean maybe there is but i don't know of anything in the law that says like if people are going to die you know that's where you have to not you know even if people die you have to make a profit like that's your your thing exactly. and, and, and it's like a machine and it we're we have the corporate corporations have snatched our government away from us and they're controlling it and they're going to play every dirty trick and it doesn't matter who dies. And so it's like, that's why I think part, partly it's naive to think that any leader is going to be allowed to do any change, you know, that's going to cost people, companies loss and profits because they will do anything to, to keep it. And it's like, they're legally bound to do it. And they're just, you know, it's not just like one guy's greed or somebody's greed. It's like, the machine is going to just eat up anybody who gets in its way, no matter what needs to be done, whether it's killing them, torturing them, threatening their family, whatever. And so, like, I I think that going thinking that you're going to put someone up on the top and have them solve the problem is really naive. And I think that we need to have some other thoughts about how to get things done, because I don't think that that's ever going to work. No, it's it's like they're not thinking about the future. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that future it might affect them too, at some point. Sure. But I think the strategy is just to make money now. You know, like as much money as we can right now. Who cares about yeah, the future? Always, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's it's always been like that. And it's probably. not thought out. I don't think it's thought out. I think it's just. Yes, you're exactly right. I think it's just eat up fucking profits constantly, chase profits constantly, you know, 
go after it like an animal. And, and there's just no, there's no consideration for any other possibilities or the future of the planet or any of that shit. No. And any one person involved in these companies can have thoughts and emotions about it or whatever when they go home to their families. But when they go to work, they're just punching those numbers and they're fucking going for their, you know, whatever it is. Like, they're just... Success to them is profit. Like, boom, boom, boom. They go to work and do your job and your job is to make profit. And whatever little piece of the puzzle you're involved in, you do because it's your job. You know what I mean? It's, it's insane, dude. I don't know. It's I could see how, how it happens. You add all that shit up together and you get these corporations doing awful things. All I'm saying is I can wait for the first debate. <laughs> Do you think I they're going to put him in there? I don't, I we should throw, we should have like a party. We can have yeah. beers. I have like a debate party. Popcorn, yeah. chips, Cheetos, <laughs> hot Cheetos. Yeah. Oh my God. That's just going to be amazing. I just want to see the first clash between Biden and fucking Donald Trump. Do you think they're going to, how many debates do they usually have for presidential elections? I don't remember, but at least, I don't know, at least should be like two, at least. I don't know. But it might be more than that. It might be four or some shit. I don't know. Do you think they're going to do it? I can. I hope they do it because I want to see that shit. I want to see. Oh my god! I'm gonna put it live on fucking, and I'm gonna do a yeah. special. We should do like a special and fucking do like a live show. Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, we can do like a live show. Or we can watch it and comment know. on it. Yeah, yeah, make comments on that shit. Oh my god, that would be. And then come out. Huh? We could do it. We could do a response to it. We could watch it, and then afterwards do like the response, like you know. Also, we can do that shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know. It's gonna be crazy between, especially Trump and Biden. I want to see yeah. because I know, I know Biden has a short fuse. Yes. Yes. And when Trump said the first. Crazy shit. I guess oh, yeah. when he called him like uh, Uncle Joe or whatever he called him, dementia or some I shit just, like that. Yeah. You know, That's I it. saw the most dishonest article, um, and it was on Common Dreams. And not only was it on Common Dreams, but it was reposted on um, uh, another site that I like. Um, Right now, I can't think of it. It starts with a C as well. Um, but these two are supposedly like progressive, anti-establishment. And, and they wrote, it was like FDR's, the sons and daughters of FDR and his uh, cabinet or whatever, the people that put in the New Deal, people that made the New Deal happen, it's the sons and daughters of those people. And they collaborated on an article. And all it was was saying that Trump might cut Social Security and that that's what it was. It was about Social Security. It was about how FDR did Social Security 
and it was a tribute to him, but it really was just a partisan article saying that Joe Biden says he won't cut Social Security, but Trump might cut it. And, and it didn't mention anything about Biden saying he's going to cut it for all those years that he was trying to cut it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was, it was like shameful because these people know better. I've seen, I've seen the same post on pages that I follow that yeah. I already started on following because they're pissing me off too. Yeah. I can't uh, believe it. Man. And I'm like, what's happening here? I thought you guys, uh, yeah. It's a Trump derangement, man. It's fucking strong, dude. But uh, it's but uh, I, but more than now, uh, more than ever, I'm thinking about what you told me the last time. You told me I respect if somebody comes and said, "I know these two are yeah. awful. This is the worst. Yeah, but we need to take care of this shit because this shit is scoring yeah. a little bit out of hand." Yeah. I understand that. But come in like Joe Biden is the savior of social security. It's I like know. saying Hitler is the fucking new, I don't know, messiah of the Jews or some shit. You know what I mean? I know. It's exactly right. And and it's like just as bad to, um, it, you know, when they talked about Fauci lying about masks, you know, um, because he wanted doctors to have masks or something. It's like yeah. these guys are lying about Joe Biden just because they want to get him elected. They're not being journalistically honest because they want to get him elected. Like they're lying. Essentially, they're lying by omission to, to get him elected, you know? And he has vowed to cut Social Security, and some say he works to cut it for 40 years. That was what he did for 40 years was work to cut social security. And so to, for the sons and daughters of the creator and the creators of social security to write an article saying that Trump's going to cut social security and Biden has pledged not to without mentioning that shit is like disgusting to me. I, I just, I can't believe it. It's insane, dude. It's what would insane. FDR think about a guy who who vowed, who spent his entire career trying to cut his program? You know, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's in the you know the savior of social. And then security. his kid goes. Then his kid goes and tries to elect that guy by lying about it. I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's okay. No, dude, it, it, it is insane. That's why when I send you that video. Uh, of that guy talking about that, yeah, I was already back in track of saying, "Fuck, I'm not voting for this motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because there's it's no true. need here in California anyway. I mean, yeah, he's gonna it's win, up. but it's also it sucks. It's it's it sucks that these people are forcing us to do this shit because it didn't happen naturally. That's the thing. It didn't happen naturally. We didn't end up with them naturally. Yeah, you know, only yeah. the people that are so blind by their party, you know, we need to vote for our party. Doesn't yeah. matter who it is, whatever, a fucking whatever, yeah. you know. And they're yeah. so blind about that shit with the never Trump stuff or whatever uh -huh. that they're not able to 
to, you know, like, they're not able to see, like, this shit didn't happen naturally. These motherfuckers rearrange everything in a way, and they've mm -hmm. done it twice. And the thing is, yeah. like, okay, w okay, w let's do it this time, okay? Let's just do it <laughs> this one more time. <laughs> and then, motherfuckers, right. the next year, yeah. the next re election that comes in, it's going to be the same bullshit. You're talking about the, the primary. Yeah, the primaries. And I, yeah, the same shit. I don't think we had a candidate who was really trying. That's the part that really, like, offends me the most. No, I just posted on fucking... Uh, I have to block another fucking text from Bernie Sanders. They keep calling from different numbers, bro. <laughs> and I, I just yeah. posted on, on Facebook. They posted wow. something. Bernie Sanders' page posted something about... I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was. The same bullshit. Trump with the fucking thing, and I was like, dude, okay. Oh, uh, something about let's send a message to Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, whatever his fucking name is, a fucking asshole. But let's send a message. You know, Bernie Sanders talking. Let's send a message to Mitch McConnell, and I was like, okay, when you send a message to Pelosi and Schumer, I'll hear you. I believe yeah. in you again. Fuck it. You know? Yeah. You, yeah. It's all Trump. Yeah. He's just all Trump. That's and all he's about. And all the memes that I see that people post that keep posting and posting, they're, uh -huh. they're putting all the negative stuff that is happening. Uh -huh. They're fucking blaming them on the Republican Party only. They, they show yeah. pictures with the Republican uh, Congress, you know, members or whatever. Uh -huh. But they're not showing. No, motherfuckers. It's combined. Yeah, I know? saw that start to happen with like the squad like a year ago or two years ago, like right away. And I was like, these they're fucking bullshit, man. They're just they're doing the partisan thing. They're 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 not going to stand up. They're not. Exactly. If, if you're not able to see that they're both the same thing and they're both getting the money from the same boss. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's why. We need we need a third party. We need a we need a third party for the next one. Now it's too late. I don't know. Um, well, we got that People's Party thing going, and maybe we'll see if it gets co-opted or not. I think I, it will. But I already signed okay. up for that shit. You sign up? Yeah. Did I send you the link? I get the emails from those guys. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I, yeah, just, I, don't, I just can't believe that it's going to work. I mean, it's just another four years of working hard for something, and you know. If they if they get close to power, they're going to find a way to to change them into a, a establishment party. I mean, it's just going to happen, dude. The way I see it, and the way that I'm starting to feel right now, I'm feeling like don't call me, okay? Yeah. Unless you don't call me or text me, or send me a fucking email, yeah. <clears throat> unless you're calling for a general strike. National yeah. general strike. Call uh -huh. me when that shit. When they, when you guys are ready to do that shit, like make everybody together and say yeah. we're not gonna work the first Monday of each month. Nobody. General strike. Bam, bam. So that way, the first Monday, billions of dollars lost for these motherfuckers. Second, unless you get us Medicare for all or get us, you know. Yeah. I think Jimmy's right. 
That's what we need. Yeah. What people need to be calling for is like for general strikes. Like that's it. I'm not gonna it, argue that. That's uh, yeah. But what's the goal? See, his goal, and I love the guy, but his goal is still to put a leader in office and have the leader, you know, trickle down. The, the you know, it's like I, I the still representative democracy, which I think is just set up to fail. It's set up to fuck the people. Like there's just. But you know, we're a long way from from people actually getting away from that. So <laughs> I think we have to go through the third party thing. We have to go through it and see if it works. If it doesn't work, then we're going to have to find other ways. Yeah. Or like, didn't you mention me one time? There was this kind of a party going on that was based kind of on a system that you don't have a leader or something. Didn't you mention me before something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's the whole anarchism thing that I've been checking out. Oh, yeah, but sometimes those anarchists they get a little out of hand, or not? You think well, they will go in, into a little communist well, kind of shit? Or? <laughs> well, it's not supposed to, because it, you know, I've been reading about the anarchists. The the one that was there's this guy Carlo Tresca. My dad talked to me a lot about it because my dad's Italian. He's got he's got you know he a lot of his dad's friends were Italian anarchists and stuff, and so yeah, interested in it a little bit. Like he's not convinced. I'm not, I'm not convinced it could happen, but I'm convinced that it would work. But um, Tresca was against Stalin and Hitler. And he makes Mussolini. sense. I mean, he was against all of it. Like, he was against authoritarianism. Nice. He was oh, against, you know, and so he started out as a socialist, but then, like, he found out Stalin killed a bunch of anarchists in Spain. And so he, he ended up going against Stalin. He was against Hitler, he was against Mussolini, and he wanted to transform our government, you know? So, I think, um, I don't know, it makes sense to me, but I'm really just getting my feet wet. A lot of them are violent, and but that, that doesn't need to be violent. It doesn't need to happen through violence. It just, um, it there was a split. Some of them were violent, and some of them were not, you know? And I would follow of people who are not violent, you know? Yeah. Because I don't think violence is going to work. No, of course. No, and uh, it makes sense that if you are an anarchist, you're not okay with either way of any form of totalism or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know? It's, it is, it is, it's hard. For me, I'm a, kind of a ignorant on how this corporations are run in that sense of yeah you know the expenses they have to do or whatever the legal shit uh-huh. but i'm like why in the fuck can you this is so simple this is simple the standard yeah. of living is so fucking high yeah the standard of living is high mm-hmm. why is it so hard for you guys to either drop down the standard of living or pay the people more so they can afford that standard of living and make the people happy. If you make the people happy, it's like if I have my, if I have my own company, Yeah, I would love to, but that's, a, that's what I say, I'm ignorant because I don't really know. I never had a company before, so I don't have no idea how hard it would be. I'm pretty sure yeah. it has a lot of 
loopholes and shit that you have to go through. But I would like to have my employees happy. Sure. So that way when they come to work, they're happy, they're fucking, okay, I'm making money, hey, let's do what I... And, and in this society, even you work at a warehouse where they pay you shit, and you see the same kind of people, you see the same kind of people that come to work and they like to do their work well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, the, the way people see them is important to them, you know? Uh-huh. I yeah. like to people see if I do a good job or not, try to improve or whatever, even when they're getting underpaid, you know? So if sure. you pay these people more, it's going to be more, yeah, you're going to, okay. But in, I understand small business-wise, I don't know, maybe. But in a fucking huge corporation that you make like, 73 billions this year, okay? Yes. Just in the pandemic, okay? Sure. And, okay, oh, if I make these people happy, I might lose a couple billions, but you still have 71. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like they have to have growth every year. They feel like they have to push for, you know, they're, they're just looking at numbers. They're crunching numbers for their shareholders or whatever, and it's just a machine. And, you know, everybody's doing their part to make those numbers grow every year. And they think short-term, not long-term. And I mean, I'm no expert on it myself, but I've just heard a lot of people say that it's the law that they have to work for profits for their shareholders. It's, when you become a corporation, the law says you you are you are um, you have to do what is best for for your shareholders as far as profits. And so you're going to break every law you can. You're going to kill any person. You're going to do anything. Like you're going to start a war. You're going to lie about elections. You're going to you know. And and, the, and these these corporations have the intelligence community on their side because that's all it is. It's all. That's what people don't understand about the intelligence community. It's just a bunch of, you know, people, sons and daughters of the same elites that that um, are running the corporations, are running the banks, are running the oil companies, the weapons companies. They're all the same people working together, you know? And so they think that the intelligence is is there to keep us safe. It's there to make profits for for corporations and banks. Crazy man, and they're the ones that have infiltrated the Democratic Party. I mean, more than I think they with Trump, they moved even more toward the Democrats. Like because he he was for some reason he was going against the intelligence community. So um, he had his own ideas, you know, that differed from theirs. So oh, because the intelligence community has been against him since he just got into office, right? Yeah, because he wanted to slow down some wars and stuff, you know stop some wars like that's the opposite of what it's crazy but that, that's the thing like so a lot of these people that are anti-trump you know that pro like biting or whatever uh-huh. they don't mention any of that shit they don't mention that how many wars i don't know how many wars have trump is doing in his uh years of and on the white house he only bombed what that guy, that general from Iran, whatever I think he did. He did that. Um, 
You mean um, military strikes? Yeah, yeah, military strike or interventions. He hasn't done any more, right? He hasn't. He did Syria a little bit. You know, in the beginning, um, he, uh, sorry, I, my radio came on actually. <laughs> well, uh, I, I had to close my window because this homeless lady started talking to me and I, I, uh. Oh, yeah, almost did? It was a lady. Uh, I felt bad. She was like, hi there. I was like, oh. and like I'm <laughs> I on the phone. My window. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Yesterday it was so hot, bro. Yesterday I, I usually I don't have no cash in my pocket. Really, yeah. not have to cash because they gave me a couple of tips yesterday. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. But yesterday I was stopped to put some gas in my car because I left my my house without putting gas in the car. I only have uh-huh. like a quarter something. So I stopped real quick to put at least ten bucks so I can finish the day like that or whatever. Uh-huh. And. Um, because uh, the gas prices around my house are cheaper than everywhere else I've seen in the fucking city, okay? So oh, I try yeah. to always, yeah, I, I always try to use, like everywhere else, like the, the gas that I use, like Chevron or Shell or whatever, mm-hmm. is like three, they're already, like Pasadena, it's already like in three, 3.30s or some shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but over here by my house, it was like 3.09, now it's 3.15, still cheaper. Oh, that's cool. But I forgot, so I was in a different place or whatever. I said, let me just put like 10 bucks or whatever, and, which is nothing nowadays. In 1995, 10 bucks was a full tank. Right now, <laughs> yeah. and I remember, I remember I was fucking broke as fuck. I was, I was my first job. I was living in Hialeah in Miami with all the Cubans. Uh-huh. Yeah. The first job, getting paid $5 an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Working my ass off in the fucking heat in a warehouse, driving forklift, carrying shit, running yeah. around all day long. Uh-huh. And I'll just go to the gas station, put $10, fill up my whole fucking tank. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. broke, but I still have money to go to a little party and buy some beers and whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, with the money I'm making right now, I, in those times, I would be like a fucking pimp you know what i'm saying <laughs> right yeah. i'll be like i'm rich bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy so anyway so this homeless guy was over there he's like oh you have any chance oh dude sorry i don't have any any cash with me it's true i have been shit you know sometimes i even show them so they know i'm not you know yeah um but then i, wa- I was gonna get in there to get some gear i said you mind let me get some gear for this motherfucker Dude, he was so grateful when I gave him that Gatorade because he was fucking hot. It was like a hundred and something, yeah, you know, like a yeah. hundred and three. Yeah. He didn't even say anything. <laughs> he would just open the fuck thing, bro, like right away. Yeah. His face says it all. He was like, ah. So you can <laughs> tell the the guys the guy was all like in a bad shape, bro. It's like a white yeah. dude, all in bad shape. That's crazy. Wow. Well, we're gonna have a lot more of those. People walking around on the streets in the next few months. I don't know how the situation is where you live, in the area you live, but over here in this area, Mm -hmm. in the Pasadena area, oh my God, it's getting worse and worse, and I can see them 
And I can see young people. I can tell the young people. A lot of young people did. Wow. Um, and they look to me like a, a lot of them are veterans. Uh -huh. Like ex, ex vet or something. Because a lot of them have this military uh, backpacks. Uh -huh. kind of, and they have the haircut sometimes, you know. Yeah. Even girls. The other day I saw a girl that she looks like she could be like in the army. Like she looks like tough, you know. Uh -huh. And I can tell they're living on the fucking streets. You know. It is insane. <sighs> yeah, man. It is insane how the mentality of and our mentality as a society is like. Yeah. Well, it's uh, our fault, you know. That's I mean, the way it is. We we can't blame um, we can't blame corporations and, and the media and politicians forever. I mean, ultimately, we're allowing this shit and we're making excuses for it. And you see it yeah. on social media; and people are making excuses for it. Yeah. It's almost like there's nothing they won't make excuses for as long as it doesn't affect them. You know. Exactly. And like people say all the time, power concedes nothing without a demand. You have to take it from them. They're not going to do it for you. You have to take it from them. I don't know what's going to happen in this, you know, with the, with these levels of homelessness that's being threatened right now. Like they're saying between 20 and 40 million families kicked out of homes. Like I, I don't know how the fuck we're going to deal with that. I mean, are they going to allow that to happen? I don't know. I don't know. And this motherfucker just went out on vacation. And they haven't yeah. even... It's so hard for them yeah. to get together in one day and figure this shit out. Like, you know? The same way yeah. they do I with mean, the corporations. Like fucking... Yeah, yeah. It's just a dance they have to do, you know? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. It's like a dance they have to do. They have to pretend that they care about the people. They have to show the corporations that they don't care about the people that much. They have to, you know, not, it's it's just so, everything is so fake about it. And, and people just think there's gridlock because of the parties, you know. Yeah, they just go in there and say, they just say, oh, the Democrats are blah, blah, blah. And then the Democrats say, oh, the Republicans, blah, blah, blah. And they spend yeah. the head. They fighting, acting like they're fucking trying to do something. They don't do shit. And then they just go, you know, they're just with a pay leave because they're getting paid still. Yep. And vacation. I'm like, motherfucker, I haven't had a vacation in four years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most of people are like that. Yeah, Anyways. I know. Well, yeah. there's our Kamala, Kamala Harris episode. Yeah, fuck Camilla Harris, man. But she's nice. She's she's she sounds so eloquent. Shit. What a difference yeah. in the White House. It's gonna be a difference. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we're looking at maybe eight years of Biden if he can stay alive, and then eight more years of Kamala Harris. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying, dude. If they do a debate. Yeah, I know it's not going to look good for Biden. I don't know. No, what's... no. He's going to lose it at some point. He's going to yeah. lose it. Yeah, yeah. Do you see the videos I sent it to you with all this? Uh... I sent you a couple of videos yesterday from those guys that bad lip reading, whatever. Yeah, that was shit was hilarious. Dude. That shit, isn't that shit hilarious? But they have tons. <laughs> they have tons of shit. 
both parties, with everybody. He, they do it with everybody. Oh, man. Yeah, um, it reminds me of the band ones you used to send me, like with Kiss and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those guys are pro. They create their own music. I, yeah. They have tons. They have shit with Star Wars, fucking Star yeah. Trek, NBA. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. I was laughing, laughing my ass off here by myself. <laughs> oh, my God. That shit is hilarious. The shit that they say. Yeah. That one with Trump was hilarious. It was but, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The shit is insane. It's like, woo! I'm doing a speech. Like, how check. can he not be saying this? It looks exactly like that's what he's saying. Exactly. It sounds like the shit that he says. No, but did I send you the one that's really creepy? Today yes. I was watching one with Hillary Clinton. And yes. oh my so, God, that's, yeah. that shit was crazy. The dinner deal with Hillary Clinton laughing. <laughs> and the Bill Clinton one where he's like, when he walks in and he sits next to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives her a chocolate or whatever. Like, what the fuck? Like, that was weird. Is that part of a movie or something? I don't know. I that. don't know, man. Wow. It seems to me like maybe it was like when they were run when he was running for governor or something. Yeah, and Joe Biden pushing that guy in the chest like that, like hard, you know, like going like this. Have you seen that part? When yes. the guy yes. the guy asked him yes. something and he's like really poking him with his finger. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit was real, and you can see the guy moving back and forth because it's. Yeah, because it the, bothered him. You can tell he was shocked. Yeah, I would be like, "Get the fuck! Don't be fucking touching me like that, motherfucker." Yeah, but it's insane, bro. But I ran into—I was gonna send it to you, but it was kind of late. I whatever. But watching all these videos, somehow I ran into a speech that Obama did. Uh huh. Um, some kind of speech, but it was real funny, real charming, and I was gonna send it to you saying. This is the reason why they like this guy, you know? Sure. Because Obama is a real... That's the dangers of sure. Obama. Yeah. He's a very likable guy. He's yeah. clever, smart. He's, you know... He's, and when he talks, he seems genuine. You know what I mean? He seems like... But, but something changed with Obama. You know, he used to be like that. And he's not like that anymore. No, now I, he sounds yeah. like an opera show, like an opera fucking. Yeah. I think, I I personally think they got to him and, and he changed. Some people think he was always corrupt from the beginning. Could be, probably, but I also have a part of me thinks that, you know, that that's what the presidency will do to you. You, you go yeah. in there with, with ideas and you learn very quickly that, you, uh, you know, no, no, that's what no, with, no chance uh, to do anything. Yeah. That's what happened with Jimmy Carter. I was watching the documentary, a little bit more of the documentary, uh -oh. Oliver Stone documentary. Yeah. yeah. And basically that's what happened with Jimmy Carter. He and yeah. he got in with a bunch of ideas. He wanted to de-escalate wars and stuff like that. And he ended up doing the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Because of this other guy. I forgot his last name. He sounded like a Russian last name, or yep. yeah, it's um, just his, his daughter. His daughter is on MSNBC. Mika, whatever her name is, Mika. Yeah. So this guy make basically this dude uh, 
do everything against, you know. Yeah. I don't know how they got to do it. And they had something on him, too. There's another um, thing that uh, I read about. One of his associates had some corruption scandal, and they were able to probably control him because of that. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, and all that shit is it's crazy, man. So they'll find some, they'll find some way to control you. It's not yeah. just make direct threats. I have a friend that have an argument that it's hard for me to argue that. Yeah, and he always told me that shit. He always told me, dude, I'm telling you, especially we were talking about the Bernie Sanders thing, you know. And he told me yesterday, actually, or before yesterday, we were talking on the phone, and he was like, remember when I told you that, dude, you cannot trust any politicians, even when they go, and he was telling me the same thing. Uh, he's not a political guy, but yeah, yeah, that's the way he feels. He feels like, even like you say, like you go there with good intentions, yeah. somehow you cave in for any reason, either blackmail or whatever, pressure of this yeah. shit. You know? They'll make a deal with you that you can't refuse no matter what. However they do it, they'll do it. Or they'll kill you. And they fucking killed JFK. They killed Bobby Kennedy. You know, it's like mm. they, they'll, they'll fucking kill you. I mean, I, they haven't had to do that in a long time. So they probably have perfected things. But they also have those examples, you know, like the comedian Bill Hicks makes the joke about they just show him the, the JFK assassination the Zapruder film video and say, any questions, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like that. It's, but it, that's more true that probably than he realized it was. Insane, bro. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, something I was going to say, I can't remember what it was. Do you want to say, fuck the police? <laughs> no, I was going to, uh, I'm going to remember it as soon as we get done. I wonder well, what, the, what the, the the police, the people that are in the police force that are right-wingers, like my friend, what do they think about Kamala Harris? Is that okay with her because she's a cop? Yeah, I wonder, man. I don't know. Yeah? They were pretty I wonder. Like, I, <clears throat> I might like the, this candidate. I, it's it's crazy. I mean, I used to ask my dad. My dad and I used to talk about it with Clinton. Like, Clinton was basically a Republican. Why did they go after him so hard? Why did they hate him so much? Is it just theater? I don't know. It's theater. It's just, uh, like you say, like, partisan, you know, yeah. politics. And shit. Oh, my party against your party. Like, you are automatically yeah. against whatever I stand because you're from that party, you know? Yeah. Because labels and shit. Like the same way that people associate boomers with everything that's wrong with this country. For like a lot of people probably associate boomers, baby boomers or whatever they call it, mm -hmm. with pro-war, um, pro all this right-wing shit. Yeah. But it's not true because at the same time there was all these people that were anti-war. You know, all these protests sure. yeah, and the Vietnam era. Those people yeah. were boomers. Those are people are boomers. Yes. Yes. They were protesting the war. They were against they, they, this shit. Yeah, a lot in the JFK community, man. There's a lot of, in the research community. There's a lot of like pacifists, like people who lay their bodies down, you know, during Vietnam and 
they've worked and wore their entire fucking careers and have made pennies and they that's why they that's why they talk about this story because it has you know it's all about that it's all about the military industrial complex you know and it's those guys are all older like there's no young people that are involved in that community it's all older dudes and women and it's like yeah totally it's a, it's a, it's it's a um you know these people have dedicated their lives to it so like they understand the peace thing for you know decades <laughs> so it's, you're right you're right there's not a lot of them but but yeah there but were there some was. hippies that that fucking actually believed the shit they were doing yeah yeah there were you know there's, you can still find them I don't know that they were even hippies, these people. They may have been just more serious anti-war people. Because, you know, when I read, what I've read about the hippie movement is that it was concocted to discredit the anti-war movement. And that the anti-war movement before the hippies was very conservative looking. Like they weren't freaks, like with beards and long hair and stuff. And they were just really serious, you know, conservative looking people who are anti-war. And, uh, Anyway, yeah, Two for thought. <laughs> no, that's good. Something yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. All right, man. Do you have any other topic to talk about? I don't think so. I had something I wanted to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh, uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. What's it about? I don't, well, I remember now. That time. I don't know. I think it was along the lines of what you're saying. With the, oh, I was going to tell, tell you about my uncle, my dad's uncle, Willie. He was uh, he was um, a mafia guy in Chicago. He had uh, his own section of Chicago under Al Capone, and you know, no one in the family would talk about it. You know, like it was like I don't know too much about him. It was really a secret. Like they didn't talk about it. My dad's done a lot of research and stuff, but my aunt always tells a story about how. I think it was during 1960 election when uh, Kennedy was running against Nixon, and he said he told her he said they're all they're all crooks, and he said believe me I would know. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing dealings. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, in, in Chicago, you know, they say that they 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 fixed the election for the for Kennedy. I don't know. Yeah, well, supposedly kind of Kennedy. Kennedy's dad was involved with the mafia. Bootlegger? Yeah. Something going on in there. I've heard people say it's true. I've heard people say it's a it's a CIA slur that it's not true. I don't know. No. I think it's probably true, but I've heard some pretty convincing researchers say that that was all made up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, hey, I don't man. know how it could have been. Listen, at this point, at this point, I don't, I don't know. I don't you got to do what, especially right now in these times, you got to do what you got to do, man, to survive. But that's how it happens. You know what I mean? Like that's how that's, they, they, they pump drugs into the black communities. They remove all the jobs. They give them no options, but to sell drugs. And so people caught selling drugs, people, people doing drugs, you know, they, they go to prison for late for profit prison. And they also do, free labor for corporations. So it's a perfect system. 
So now we have that's what Kamala is all about. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's why we have now two perfect candidates. Yeah. I mean, it gets so bad that a the CIA admitted to putting crack cocaine in the black communities. They admitted it. They were forced to admit it because a, a journalist Gary Webb figured it out and published it. And they, I think they killed him because he shot himself in the head twice. And how can you shoot yourself in the head twice? <laughs> um, I think he failed. He failed. He failed the first time. Yeah, I he guess. failed the first shot. I was like, "Oh shit! Hold on, let me fucking yeah aim better." Yeah, it is insane. Um, and then the other thing, uh, um, Clinton um, made the punishment for crack cocaine, which the CIA was putting into the neighborhood, fifty times higher than powder. Fifty times higher than powder. The sentence was fifty times longer than powder cocaine. So if you're, if you get a year for powder cocaine, you would get fifty years for crack. That is what they did to the black community. That's how racist the system is. And I don't know how anybody can argue that that's not a racist system. That's nuts. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And you can look it up. I mean, I, I'm. I, I've seen no, it I heard, multiple places. I heard about that before. I heard I heard that thing before. Yeah. Oh, let's see. I'm still watching that documentary with um Stone. I didn't know he went to war and everything. That guy was a badass. Yeah. Like even oh, even you're though watching, you're watching uh, the Rogan interview. I watched the Rogan interview with that that's what I I I find now that he is a better. He's a Vietnam veteran. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's allowed to say whatever the fuck he goddamn wants to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How in yeah. the hell any of these assholes, Republic yeah. or whatever, uh, bootleggers can come and tell, oh, this motherfucker is a, that motherfucker is a fucking hero. Yeah. By your fucking standards, okay? Yes, yeah. By your stand, yeah. Not for me. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah. But by your standards, are you always like praising that kind of shit? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a person that can be one thing, but also can be another thing, or can yeah. think different because he he lived that. So because he lived that shit, he knows. Yeah, it's not a simple thing. Or just say, let's go to war. You know, let's fucking yeah. kick their asses. Yeah, no. he's an example of a boomer generation guy exactly. who's anti-war. Yeah, exactly. He's one of them. You know, he said it. He, I was a, I was a long hair hippie shit. You know. Yeah. Funny. That's uh, remember I texted you that he mentioned that he gave LSD to his dad. Some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because when I was living in Miami, I would have these conversations with my mom and my dad about marijuana and cannabis yeah. weed and they're all totally old school anti-drug you know they think that's a getaway you know getaway yeah. drug and yeah, yeah blah 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 like the demon and shit and i i remember having thoughts one time i got a hold of this weed that it was like grinding like really small it's almost like powder uh-huh and uh, i thought about when my mom was cooking beans and shit to put a little <laughs> bit on the fucking bean <laughs> I just 
watch them fucking react to that shit to see how without right. telling them but then i said yeah. i don't know i don't want it to go you know fall down or some shit you know what i mean lose their balance yeah. or something because yeah, then I yeah. used to. but i would be funny to see them saying probably say what the fuck's going on <laughs> 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 or who knows maybe they start laughing more or whatever i don't know right like, yeah it could go so. either way yeah it could go either way they can even freak out or they can be like oh this movie is cool <laughs> Right. I see I see all these lights. Yeah, I'm going to have to go watch that interview. I might watch yeah. the documentary again, too, because I... Yeah, I'm still watching. I'm on the... Um, I already passed the, the Vietnam War, you know. I'm, I was on, like, on the Carter, the Carter mm-hmm. administration and shit like that, the Russian, you know, Brezhnev, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's see how many more. But there's one thing, though, that... I I get why the people like you know my people like Cuban people. Uh-huh. But sometimes he talks about Castro and show like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, in a sense, but I can tell it's ignorance. Like for example, when he mentioned um, actually the last thing I was watching was the war on uh, on Granada. Remember that island? Yes, Grenada. Yes, Grenada. Oh, and. Uh, but when he mentions the Cubans, he mentioned the Cuban workers. Mm-hmm. And that's not all truth. Really? There was Cuban workers, but there was Cuban army, too. Uh-huh. Because I was, I was a teenager when that shit happened. I was living in Cuba. And supposedly they were fighting the Americans. Yeah. And the English or something. I don't know. Um, well, that was the war that I was trying to think of when we were talking about the first... The first experience I ever had when American troops were, were deployed, boots on the ground, was when I was in college. Okay. And, and that Grenada thing happened. And it was, I think it was Bush or Reagan, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and and that was, that was so, it. I, I just couldn't think of it. Grenada, supposedly, Grenada. I don't know the interest that Cuba had in there. Uh-huh. Or what's the purpose of being there? Yeah. Uh, but another thing, he's talking about all these revolutions in Granada and Nicaragua, Salvador, all that shit. Cuba was behind it. Yeah. He's not he's not mentioning any of that shit. But Cuba was behind that. Those people were trained in Cuba. Yeah. Those people were indoctrinated in Cuba and trained in Cuba. Because yeah. I used to live and like, I don't know, maybe half a mile from where I used to live, there used to be a school. Uh-huh. And over there, they always have people from different countries. Uh-huh. They have people from all this, the Palestine, Algerians, mm-hmm. um, Nicaraguans, Salvadorians, people like that. And they're all training, you know, training on the Marxist, all kind of shit. And, you know, and yeah. they were train, getting trained in weaponry and all that shit, probably, like military bullshit. Yeah. And I actually knew people that, uh, you know, like neighbors that I had, the parents were, were, were in Cuban. They were from Chile or some other country like that. Right, right. So they, you know. But anyways, he mentioned, he failed to mention that because he probably doesn't know, you know? Yeah. Um, and if he is, did think it, he would probably think it was it was okay. And that's something that I would be interested in learning more about and talking to you about because... You know, we learn 
things about CIA overthrows of governments and about, you know, the dictators we put in power. But when I talk to you about it, you say, yeah, that motherfucker was working for Castro, you know? And so it's like, well, which side is the good side or is there no good side? You know, there's no good side. There's no good side. In my opinion, there's no good side. They both have their reason why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, And this side of I don't mean Cuba, though. I just mean, like, when we overthrew, um, I can't, what's the guy with the glasses in the 70s that we overthrew? Allende? Allende, Chile? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chile. Like, yeah. you know, I hear that he was a Democrat, that he was Democratic, that he was good for the people and stuff. But you're like, you know, it's Castro, it's the same shit. Well, so, it, that, I don't... I, well, when I say it's Castro, all I'm saying is I'm not saying I don't really know exactly how yeah. good was he to his people. Yeah. But in Cuba, the Salvador Allende was like a one of our lives for for the Cuban people. The way they, sure. the way I was a little kid when that shit happened. Um, yeah. But the way I always talk about him and everything and what happened uh-huh. to him is like he got thrown away by a dictator, Pinochet. Mm-hmm back up by the U.S. government, which is yeah. true. Yeah. It is the truth. Yeah. What I don't know exactly is how good that guy was for the Chilean people. That's what I don't know. Yeah. But uh, all I can say is that Castro, all the shit that happened uh-huh. in Latin America, all those movements and all stuff like that, a lot of, especially the guerrilla movement in Mexico, Colombia, El Salvador, Nicaragua, all those people, that the famous guy from Mexico, El Comandante Marcos or whatever, was, uh-huh. I don't know, I haven't heard from that guy in years, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. He might be living here in the United States now, who knows. Yeah. Uh, but they were all in Cuba. They all used to go to Cuba, they used to train in Cuba, they used to get military training and uh-huh. the, the guerrilla warfare tactics, because that's a, that's a that all that guerrilla warfare tactics around the world mm-hmm. is based on Che Guevara guerrilla tactics. Wow. Which yeah. is the one that they implemented against the, in the war against Batista. Uh-huh. And that shit includes terrorist acts and all kind of shit. That's how sure. they did it in Cuba. Yeah. And now that you're mentioning your, your, your uncle in the mafia. Yeah. Yeah, I had a second cousin. My dad had a cousin mm-hmm. that when when the when Castro and the revolution took the power, mm-hmm. that cousin he fought that war, but instead of fighting in the mountains, he fought that war in Havana. So that guy was basically a terrorist. Right. Okay. He did sabotage, you know, like for example, an elect an electric plant or whatever. He did something to burn the fucking thing or they destruct the power outlets so they create situations. and They put bombs in theaters mm-hmm. and shit like that, right? And yeah. my dad told me there was a time when my dad started was in his teens and he started going out with friends and girls and shit like that. Uh-huh. That one night, um, his cousin came and said, hey, don't go out tonight because tonight is going to be fucking crazy. So don't go out. Wow. And uh, he said, like, but that uh, always thought that 
that cousin of his uh-huh. wasn't really, he was doing all this shit, not really because he was that much into that uh, movement. movement, you know? He yeah. did it because he loved doing crazy shit like that, like yeah. running away cars and shooting the cops and running yeah. away, you know what I mean? Like he was yeah. a man of action. My right. dad said that his cousin he had he had he got beat and tortured on the fucking daily basis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Like every yeah. time they caught him, the same because the cops in Cuba at that time they were also fucking. It was a dictatorship too, you know. Sure. Yeah. And when they catch you in that kind of situation, they beat the crap out of you. They 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 said like my dad saw that his tooth he's just losing tooth and he has wow. a lot of scars. Yeah, he had scars. At one time, he was in the, on the, in front of a judge, uh-huh. and they said, "Are you guilty?" Whatever. I said, "No, I'm not guilty." I said, "Well, you said you were. You said you did it." I said, "So he took his shirt off, and he had uh-huh. a bunch of fucking scars. They beat the shit out of him." I said, "Don't you say you did it too? They fucking beating the shit out wow. of you." you know? Yeah. 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 But my dad yeah. said that when the revolution happened. Uh-huh. That guy was like a hero in the family, you know. Huh. Yeah. yeah, my in my in my grandma's house. You go to my grandma's house, you see a picture of Fidel Castro and uh-huh. Che Guevara right in the fucking living room. Uh-huh. It's like that's how it was in Cuba, okay? Yeah. And uh, that cousin of my dad, he was a commander, wow. no captain, no colonel, no fucking lieutenant. He was a commander like Castro. Wow. That's how, that's how much shit he did in Havana. He, he, that's how important he was in Havana. Okay. Yeah. And they say like he used to drink a lot. Uh-huh. So there was this famous, um, the, the, the beginning, the beginning of the revolution, Castro used to make these long ass speeches. Like uh-huh. he could be talking for four hours, bro. Yeah. Like, like until he lost his voice. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, they say like the world watching the, sh- the fucking speech. I think it was the one of the most famous speeches he did in the beginning. Uh-huh. And he was watching that shit and he was drunk and everybody was watching TV, Castro talking and the revolution. Blah, blah, blah. And they say like, my dad said like his, his cousin just stand up and said, I'm just fucking tired of this motherfucker talking so much shit. <laughs> This motherfucker's been talking shit for hours. What the fuck? All this bullshit. And he just left. Just started throwing a rant and he left. And it said like all the people in the family they looked they were used to look at him like a hero, you know? Right. So proud of him. I was like, what the fuck? He was done he was just a terrorist, that's all he was. Yeah. He was like this mother no, but he knew he was all bullshit. He also knew he was yeah. all bullshit too. So yeah, my yeah, dad yeah, yeah. said that that guy, he came to, he left Cuba. He, wow. So he left Cuba, he, I think he died here in the United States. So my dad, my, my dad thinks that he doesn't rule out the possibility that he came here, that that shit was all an act. Uh-huh. And he just came here to work for the government, like a spy or some shit. Wow. My yeah. dad always told me that. I actually had a, I have a cousin I think it's his son or, no, he's the son of that guy's sister. Uh-huh. 
So it's like my dad's cousin too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he lives here. I think he's fine. I don't know if he passed away too or not. I met him one time when I was old. But supposedly that guy was a badass, like crazy motherfucker. But mm-hmm. he was kind of like Che Guevara kind of type. Like he was like a man of action, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like shooting and throwing bombs. You know, yeah. whatever we need to do to get, you know, yeah. on the viol- on the violent side, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but it's funny, like he was like, "This motherfucker told me so much shit. I'm tired of that shit." <laughs> and he left. <laughs> and after That's that, he left amazing. the country. And then, yeah. after that, he left the country. But my dad said he might be because sometimes that's how they do it. They put up an act, mm-hmm. and sure. then they, they start doing certain things. And they, mm-hmm. So people say, "Oh, this motherfucker changed," and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and that's how they live. And then when they get here, they get in touch mm-hmm. with some other people, and they say, "Fuck this motherfucker!" Well, you know, they know where to go to start infiltrating. You know what I mean? So you're saying he he may have come here and worked as a spy for Castro? Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's see. what my dad think. My dad, yeah. my dad, he's not hundred percent sure, but he think that he might. He mentioned it to me once. He felt like oh. I don't doubt it that he might be, but who knows? But he always remember that part where he was like, he said, he was like a hero to me, you know. I, yeah, like, we love Castro. You know, everybody was. Yeah, Castro, dude. My grandma has a fucking Jesus Christ in one side and Castro in the other one. <laughs> He was yeah. insane. Insane. Wow. Yeah. He was insane. Nuts. All right, dude. Well, it's all interesting stuff. I really appreciate your point of view. Hey, man. Your you perspective, too. I mean, your perspective and it's unique. Dude, the same way with you. Because else. I'm learning a lot of shit, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm not really, this is my first time I've been getting into politics. A bit. Yeah, and I sure, I mean, honestly, the first time I voted was like 2000. I was already you know, in my 30s. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't know shit about politics. I did nothing. I just knew Republicans were racist and Democrats won. Exactly. That was the only thing I knew when I was a kid. That's what I used to go when my first vote, I don't even remember who, who it was. Uh, I think it was Obama. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, uh, I know I voted, I voted for Obama the first time, but another second time. The second time I was like, "Fuck it!" I didn't even go to vote. Yeah, and he won. He yeah. won after that, even without my vote. <laughs> sure. But but that's how it used to be. I used to see the ballot. If I see a D, I just go for it. Bam. Me too. I did it for a while too. I did it for. A Turns while out that's probably the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think it, I'm gonna sit home unless unless you convince me that I need to vote for that amendment. No, I'm not gonna convince you, bro. Like, I mean, my, if it's important, I I don't know. It, but I think the most important things, like the whole point of democracy, is like you vote for who you want to vote. Yeah, it's the same way you go to eat ice cream. I don't like chocolate ice cream as much as I like vanilla ice cream. So I always buy vanilla ice cream. Why the fuck should I get chocolate ice cream? You know? Yeah. I'd rather get vanilla with sprinkles of Oreo cookies on top of it. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's how I like my chocolate. I like my chocolate (laughs) sprinkled on top of the vanilla. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. What can I do? But... Nobody can say, oh, you need to eat chocolate, or you need to eat 
strawberries. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. Well, take care, and I'll let you know when this is up. You too. Stay hydrated, and uh, talk to you soon, bro. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Masters of Deception